0: Awesome Transit Podcast. I'm your host, Spud Roshan. This week I had kinda no idea what I wanted to do a podcast about. So if you follow me on social media, you would know that I posted something earlier in the week asking for advice on topics for a podcast episode. And I got some I got some decent ideas. Now, some of the things that people had requested are kind of funny. Like Uh, how you prepare for foreign bathrooms and food which I think is an odd topic because food for everyone is subjective another one that I thought was kind of funny was what to expect on flights It says for people like me who are scared to fly now I hardly remember the first time I flew it was like I think I was 16 or 17. I was going to look at a school in Florida with my stepdad. um, I remember being petrified, but my stepdad being my stepdad saying, you know, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. And then, you know, whatever we took off, things were fine. And I haven't been scared to fly ever since literally fly sometimes four times a week now. And it's, I sleep better sometimes on planes than I do in my own bed. So what to expect on a flight? Expect to be slightly uncomfortable. Expect to have someone annoy you. I don't know. It's just a a different experience altogether. And I think until you experience it and you experience the recycled air, it's not really something I can explain. I'm sorry for that. I know that kind of sounds like a cop-out, but... Just experience it, and I think you' be you have a good time. Another question was how the novice traveler can start, so the novice traveler can start by just going it's 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 as simple as that, and I mean, yeah, we all put up walls that are like, "Well, I can't afford it, and I don't want to go this time of year, but ultimately it comes down to just getting the fuck out of your town. Buy a plane ticket, go. It's really that simple. Another topic that somebody had mentioned was photography. Uh, if you follow me on social media at all, uh, most of my social medias are at Spud Groshong. you'll see that I like to take photos. Um, for me, it's more about like people and places than anything. I'm not really the best at portrait photography, but I think that I have a little bit of a style. And I just like to document the things that are around me. I usually carry a Leica Q and a Canon 5D Mark IV with a 70 to 200 millimeter lens. Sometimes I carry a Sigma 28 to 35 millimeter lens, but that just depends. Um, it all kind of varies. Trip to trip, whether or not I take my laptop. Depends on what happens with the photos. Um, I recently had posted on my travel blog on my website, which gets very, very little use. um, I posted a bunch of photos from a trip I took to South America last year that I'd just been sitting on. Photos from Chile that, well, I mean, the trip itself was very photography driven. We saw a lot of cool things, and we did a lot of really rad stuff. We saw the salt flats in the Atacama Desert. We went to Bolivia through the mountains. At one point in time, we were 15,000 feet above sea level, and that was a first for me. It was hard to breathe, but the photos and the landscapes are gorgeous. Um, But the process of all of my photography... Well, it really depends. I take a lot of photos with my phone. I take a lot of photos with my camera and they sit on a hard drive for months before I even look at them. But everything is edited in Lightroom. And unless I have to really fix something, I don't use Photoshop hardly at all. But on my phone, I use Snapseed and VSCO. They seem to work really well for what I do. Um, One person asked how you plan and budget everything beforehand. And I'm the worst person to ask of that. I tend to wing it so bad that I don't usually plan. I mean, I know that there's a budget involved, but I try and spend as little money as possible every day. I'm not out partying and I'm not out spending money on fancy restaurants. The majority of my money goes to transport and places to stay. Um, that can change, obviously, if you use things like uh, what is it, the couch surfing app and stay with friends along the way, stay at cheaper hostels. I don't really know if it's still the same because it's been quite a while since I stayed in a hostel, but it's usually cheaper the more people... ...that are in your room, so that can help. Yeah, but doing everything beforehand, in my eyes, is a terrible idea. Obviously, you're going to, at some point in time, want to go to a more expensive meal... ...or go to a show, or spend a night at the bar, or do something that you didn't plan on. And it's going to throw your whole budget out of whack. Or, if you plan everything in advance... It doesn't leave you room to be flexible. And being being on the road and traveling is all about flexibility. Which leads me to the next question, which was... Anytime things have gone completely wrong and how you fixed it. So, again, it's... Like I said, I hate to sound repetitive, but it's be flexible. Um, I was in India and we're coming from Darjeeling to New Pergi which is where the train station is, and we were heading to Varanasi. Um, so we booked our tickets. We were waiting around for the train, and the train got canceled, which is kind of unheard of, or so they said. Um, so we we went into the town, and we found a place to stay for the night. Um, and then we went back the next morning, and we got our... We were supposed to leave at oh, like 10 a.m. Train was delayed. Train kept getting delayed. The train didn't leave until like 5 or 6 p.m. We just kind of sat around all day at the platform, on the train platform, hanging out, eating samosas, just, you know, talking to the kids that are around. There were tons of kids just hanging out, begging for change, talking to people. I wouldn't say it was... It all went wrong, but had we booked our rooms ahead of time, it would have been a much more stressful situation for us trying to get out of that town and get to the next town. The thing is, is even the train that we got on didn't take us to the town we needed to go to. We still had to go and get a rickshaw for like 30 minutes because we ended up in some town that we didn't expect to end up in we were just told that was the the place that we had to get off that was the closest stop to where we were so i think that's that's kind of an a good answer to both questions right so and it's always one of my top 3 things i advise people when i travel or when they travel or ask about travel is be flexible as i had mentioned before one of the thing one of the topics for the podcast that somebody said was how to prepare for foreign bathrooms or how to prepare foreign bathrooms. I would assume that's what that means is how to prepare for foreign bathrooms. I don't really know how to prepare for foreign bathrooms. Just kind of take it as it comes. Bathrooms everywhere in the world are different. (laughs) You're going to experience that from a squatty potty to a heated Japanese toilet seat with a built-in bidet to a regular Western seated toilet. It's... So, when I was in Mongolia, and this is... I don't know, this might be too much information. Most of the toilets in Mongolia are outhouses. But there is no toilet. It isn't really a squatty potty. It's usually just two pieces of wood over a hole in the ground. You know, there's no way to prepare for that. There's no way to prepare for some of the, some of the toilets in India that are basically just exactly the same thing. Boards over a hole in the ground, maybe a plastic sheet around. Sometimes you're just doing your business out by the tree. It's, uh, yeah, just get comfortable. And then learn to appreciate what you have at home. I know this has kind of just been a rambling episode, but I kind of enjoy this whole listener-requested podcast. So I would like to thank my friend Kate from Perth, uh, Jay Towers, Shanna Lee, Raz, you know who you are, Jessica, and Cat Barker. Thank you all for your questions or your comments, that's the end of this week's episode. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to it on iTunes. If you are an Apple user, please head over to iTunes and do all of those things. It helps a lot more than you think. If you are an Android user, go to Google Play. Do the same thing. Subscribe, like, comment any of those things, they all help massively. Um, now, if you want to help contribute to a future episode where I poll the audience, uh, follow the social medias. It's Lost in Transit podcast on Instagram. It's Lost in Transit PC on Twitter and on Facebook. You can email me lostintransitpc at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on social media, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My name is at spudgroshong. I do a lot of podcasty things in the story. Might interest you. I don't know. Anyways. So again, thanks to everybody who sent in questions. Thanks to all of you for listening and get lost. (music)